If you're an occupational therapist looking to develop your skills in hand therapy, this podcast is for you. Your host, Huang Tron, occupational therapist and certified hand therapist turned serial entrepreneur with her own therapy clinic in Miami. Huang is an author and successful coach helping occupational therapists get jobs, develop their skills, and become certified hand therapists so they can become experts in their area. Huang works with occupational therapists from across the United States and around the world. She talks about everything from hand therapy skills, career development, leadership skills, money mindset, and business. You too can become an expert certified hand therapist, business owner, and have more choices in your career. Subscribe now. Hello there, party people. What is going on? What is good in your life? Welcome. Join me. I'm going to talk about the three signs that you're ready to get help to prepare for the hand um, therapy exam. So I know like tons of people are getting themselves ready towards that, that last minute push for the May exam. And if you're not one of them, <laughs> are you thinking about November? Are you thinking about November? Because if you are thinking about November, this might be for you. This conversation might be for you. If you want to be a certified hand therapist, but you feel like studying for the test is intimidating or overwhelming, then this conversation is going to be for you, right? If you have the years, the hours, and the desire to become a certified hand therapist, then this conversation and video is going to be for you. If you're, if this is the first time you're seeing me, my name is Huang. I'm an occupational therapist and certified hand therapist, and I help other therapists become, you know, prepare and study to become CHTs, right? So it's so much more than becoming a CHT. It's, it's really about development of your skills, development of your confidence, and ultimately at the end of the day, having more choices in your career. I'm a business owner. I have my own clinic. This is where I'm coming and joining you from, hands-on therapy services. And I have so many stories to share with you guys. But every time I come on live, I have to think of one topic and really related to like, how can it really help you if you're struggling right now? How can it really happen? Everyone's on their own little part of the journey. And no matter what part of the journey you're on, I just hope that my message will reach you at some point in your career if you're if you are early on in your career and just trying to get the hours and the years and so that you can become one or if you're you know you've been practicing for a while you have your years you have your hours and you've just been debating back and forth with yourself about do I do it now like you know you want it you know you want to become a certified hand therapist if the idea keeps coming across your head then just face reality and know this is something you want. And it is, you know, I'm not going to lie. It is hard. There's a lot of information, but there's so many ways in which when you have the skills and you have the confidence and you have the letters behind your name, how powerful it is to help you. Today, actually, well, we had, a, we had a, we have a patient, we have this patient, pretty severe injury. He's been through the ringer and the doctor, you know, we've been treating him, we've been getting really great results. And then he's, he's a work, he's a work injury. And I, I just have a love working with people with work injuries. First of all, because somehow or another, they're like, it, they are, I guess, in a way, like uh, the underdog, right? Because it, these patients need so much care, 
but to go through that system it can be really challenging for them too there's just so many like hurdles that they have to get through just to get the right therapy and they get here in the right therapy they're making great uh, strides this was an amputation slash fracture slash like soft tissue injury he needs to have a graft it got infected and they just have to run through the ringer and the, he was getting great results, but the surgeon didn't see it, right? Because she doesn't see him all the time. We see him all the time. And he changed from night to day, night to day from when he came in. You know how people come, they're hurting, they're unsure, they're uncertain about their future because it's their hands, they can't work. And you have the ability to really like, I know this is cheesy. I'm all about that cheese, turning that frown upside down. <laughs> and the doctor wanted to know, like, are you being seen by a certified hand therapist? And because she didn't kind of like recognize and we didn't have communication with her, she didn't know. And he kind of didn't know because we don't make it a big deal about, you know, like being a certified hand therapist to him. Like he just didn't realize it. And I was able to get in contact with the surgeon and be able to say like, I know you're concerned about this. This is what we've been doing. This is so we we did some casting, but it's unusual to cast the DIP versus the PIP, let's say. But there's a reason why I did what I did and and we got great results. She just didn't know it. So once I explained myself and said, hey, I'm the certified hand therapist that oversee all the cases here at my clinic. You know, her like she was right on board. Yeah, whatever you whatever you think and she wanted this like complex splint and didn't need to be complex. Sometimes it's the easier things that we do do the best, right? So anyway, long story short, we got her on board and he's back and that we are in line with the surgeon and it's just about how you say it and, and how you can express your knowledge in a way that gets you what you want, right? And when you study for the CHC, you can get that. Right, you can get that, and you get more patients, get the kind of cases that you want. So the hard part is just the preparing. You you did the hard part already. You got your years, you got your hours, and really now the only thing you need to do is to study in a way that helps you pass, right? But if you study in a way that helps you pass, that will also help you to become a better hand therapist and a you know, well-rounded hand therapist in your area, you know, to be able to help all sorts of cases, no matter what's coming your way. I have so many stories to share, but I don't want, you know, I don't want to lose sight of, of what I want to talk about, which is, you know, the three signs you're ready to get help, right? Let's face it. The way we did things back in the day don't need to be the way we do them now. The way it was done before, which is like, do it yourself, you know, do it alone, go into the books and read it by yourself. I just see so many, like, kind of, you know, uh, more seasoned hand therapists forget how hard it was for us when we were starting out. It was freaking hard. And when you're confused and you're just not really sure about what you're supposed to do, uh, and you're just told, like, just go read a book. Like, screw you. Reading the book didn't help me. I read the damn book and I still didn't understand, right? <laughs> Somebody help me. And back then there wasn't help. And I think that now there is this possibility we can join live. I'm on. 
Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, so that you can just understand and know that there's help for you, that you don't have to do it alone, and that, you know, if you desire, okay, the desire has to start with you, if you desire to become a certified hand therapist, if you desire to become the expert in your area, it takes time, effort, and money, right? It takes time, effort, and money. The money part is the easiest part because you can just make that back just doing a little bit more work, right? Just work, don't spend it, and you have more money. But when you lose that time, you cannot ever get time back. You can never get time back. And wasted effort um, is wasted. Like, where is it going to go, you know? So there is a reason why there's such a small number of CHT because it is hard. You know, it's if, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? And then you'd have a whole different type of competition, right? But if you make the decision to do the hard work now, it will pay off in dividends because the great thing about becoming a CHT is you do the hard work now and you get to enjoy it the whole longevity of your career. So I've been... A CHT for a while now. I've been a therapist for over 20 years. I've been teaching in this program for three, but I've been doing it for about, you know, 10 years. Before I even started working in my own clinic, I was helping friends in the local area. And then once I started having my own business, everyone who's been through, like every therapist for the most part, who's worked with me, stayed with me uh, for any length of time, whether they did it here, most of them did it here, or they did it afterwards by following my framework, they've passed and become CHTs, right? We have current people right now in the program. So I just want to know, I just want to let you know that if you're thinking about it and you think it's hard, I just want to be that voice of reason that says it's totally doable. You can do it. <laughs> it can be fun. It can be easier than you think. Of course, there's a lot of information. Of course, there's a lot of things that you learn, but learning these things can also help you so you can feel more confident, you can be more skilled in your uh, in your practice, right? So if you want it, like freaking go for it. Just go for it because nobody's going to give you permission. You're, you're the only person that will give you permission. Even if someone else paid for it. Like I always say, I speak to other business owners and stuff like that that have uh, employees, have therapy staff, and you can want them to do something, but you know, it's just like taking a horse to to water. If they're not thirsty, they're not drinking, right? It's just like you. If if you're thirsty, then then you'll if you want it, then you'll do it. But nobody can make you do it. So just keep that in mind. So here are the signs. Here are the three signs that you are ready to get help. Like be honest with yourself, right? You know. Three signs that you're ready to get help to repair for the CHT. So here are the three signs, and then I'm going to go and talk in depth about them, right? So three signs. If you have the books, but keep putting off your studying, right? That's one sign. If you have the books and you keep putting it off, then let's talk about it, right? If you have failed in the past and it's made a dent in your confidence, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about, are you ready? Could you be ready for help preparing for the CHT exam? Like, why do you need to suffer alone? The last one is you just want help. You just want what you want so that you can go at warp speed, 
right? So when you have the books and you've tried studying on your own for the past at least three months and you haven't made much of a dent and you're wondering, am I actually going to get through all the material? So you're reading the rehab of the of the hand, it's no fun. First two, three, you know, several, four or five chapters are really dense and you're just having a really hard time going through it. I've had someone say, I've tried reading the chapters and I put it away when I get to a really tough spot where it's, I'm trying to read and I don't understand. And it's like two hours later, you're still reading the same chapter and you didn't know anything. And it feels like you're copying everything from that chapter. <laughs> that sounds like you throw me some hearts, wave at me. Let me know. Does this sound like you? If you start thinking, you know, if you start, if you finish the chapter, but you look back and you're like, I don't know if I remember anything or understand anything. And you start thinking about how much time this is going to take you to actually be able to get through all of the material. Like how long is that going to take you? Because this is what other people have told me, right? Like they've, they, I mean, I had someone tell me that they bought the books and have put it off for so long there are new additions to the book. That's how long. And they had to buy new books, right? So if you've been putting it off um, for months or for years and you tried studying past three months, this is a green light indicator for you that says like maybe it's time, right? This is time for you to potentially get some help and prepare for the program, like prepare to pass the CHG exam by joining a program like the Hand Exam. Uh, exam hand exam prep program that's a little tongue twister right so even if you've done do-it-yourself programs even if you've done other people's programs even if you've done I had one student take one of those university like five-figure programs where they spend the whole year and they do these classes even if you've done that and you feel like you're missing some type of connection in terms of yeah you know some of the information but somehow you having a really hard time either applying it or memorizing it i teach from a understand concepts so you don't have to memorize understand concepts so you have the ability to apply what you've learned, not just to patients that are 3D, but be able to break down questions in a way that helps you to make decisions on which one is the best answer, right? Because that's how you pass CHG, right? So it's the same in real life. Critical thinking, you've got to think through what is this problem, solve it, and then make a decision on what you need to do. So then it becomes make decisions on, you know, what the choices are, what the answers are. I don't teach through PowerPoint, um, not into like just take my notes because I'm a big believer that you need to write your own notes. When you when you have pen to paper, there is something that, and there's a ton of research on this, don't quote me. I just know that there's tons of research on it. Don't say, Huang, I need the research paper. There's so much research that says that when you physically write certain things, it commits to your memory better. But the thing is that you can't write everything down. You have to differentiate the information so you know you need to know the most important pieces of the information so that you can apply what you've learned into actual patients and then into actually answering the questions in a way that will give you the score that you need to pass, right? 
So essentially that's how I teach. It's all through critically thinking through what's right, right? What works, what doesn't work, and then how to solve the problem in order to make those, uh, those key decisions. And once you learn the strategies and using the tools that I have built into the program, then it allows you to just feel that much more confident about the decisions that you need to make in terms of like, what's the choices, right? And really it comes down to, you wanna be able to build that trust in yourself, build that confidence in yourself because you're the only one taking the exam. Nobody can sit in there with you. You're the only one treating for the most part that patient. And even at that moment in time, even if you can get some help afterwards, you have to still make decisions on the spot. And when you have those frameworks and you have those tools, it just, it's a skill that, you can have in terms of being able to solve that problem, make decisions, right? So um, the hand exam prep program is just full of videos and it really breaks down the, the, the concepts, the chapters of rehab of the hand and into chunkable pieces of information that helps you understand so much faster, so much better. And it's often, I've had people tell me the videos in the program are like cliff notes. You know, they're like cliff notes of the rehab of the hand or someone recently said the videos are like rehab of the hand for dummies because it's how I chunk the information up in a way that's just easy to understand and helping you to differentiate through the weeds the key information that you need to know so that you can use the information to apply it to the questions that you're going to have. The program just allows you to save time. It saves you from overwhelm of the amount of reading that you have to do. And just all the information and, and lectures uh, the way I've set it up just allows you to learn like at least like if, if not more than 90% of all the material that you have to cover in order to sit for the exam, right? It's not just like a little bit of information. It's like at least 90% information is all inside the program so that you cover everything that you need to do in a particular type of cadence. So it is a curriculum-based program where it takes you through. Actually, we're just talking to one of the members in the program because one thing that happens with a lot of people is they get stuck. And it's human nature. It's okay. You get stuck on the topic at hand. You get stuck on doing the one thing that you like doing, doing the one thing that you most commonly do all the time. And it's hard to then move on to the next subject. So, like, for example, OTs. If you treat a ton of hand cases, right, um, you need to, at a certain point, move off of hands. You do not need to be perfect. You do not need to know everything uh, 100% so that before you can move on. And that's where people get stuck. And then they're stuck there for months. And by the time you take the exam in November, you have not yet gone through all the other materials. And this is why it's so important to stay to stay on pace with a curriculum-based program that takes you through and goes in a very particular cadence, right? The cadence of how you study makes a big difference so that you're not totally overwhelmed, so that you're not wasting time overdoing it on a topic and not getting to another topic. One of the most common things I hear is that people don't get to shoulders and barely get to nerves. And that is like, 
it's such a huge amount of information because one section leads and bleeds into another section, right? So if, if you're stuck, if you've been studying on your own and you're not making a dent for the last three months, really, you know, consider getting details of the hand exam prep program. My schedule is open. You can even book a discovery call and see if this program is right for you, if it's going to help you. I've been getting questions in my emails like, if, is this good program if I have children? For sure, because it's going to save you time, you know, and effort. Is this good for me if I work in this setting or that setting? So if you want to get on a call specifically so I can help work through the details and see if it's right for you, I'll be sharing the link in the video. And if you're on Instagram, you can grab the link in the bio, right? You can grab the link in the bio. So the second reason why you know, it would be the second, the second sign that you're ready to get help to prepare for the CHT exam is if you have failed an exam in the past and it's made a dent in your confidence. So if you, and, and I say any big major exam, right? Any big major exam. If you have failed the CHT exam before, this is huge because probably if you failed the CHT exam before, you probably never have failed an exam before and like it hurts extra hard, right? I, majority of the time, if you're in different groups and you're in, you know, you're talking to your friends, like nobody necessarily wants to talk about their failures. It's really hard. Nobody wants to talk about their failures until they go and they pass, right? But just understand that, that, that failing that exam is not the end all be all and that it's you know it is a punch in the gut for sure but it's possible for you to prepare and sit for the exam again and uh if you have failed your boards just on entry into ot do not let that fear stop you from thinking that this exam is possible for you Right. And I, I've seen it. I've heard it. Correct me if I'm wrong. But if you fail the board exam to get into OT, you're going to feel some kind of way and fearful about what this exam can mean. If you've tried other major certifications and you failed that exam, it's going to put a dent and make you feel some kind of way. Like there's absolutely like everybody who experiences some form of what they could perceive as failure will have a dent in their confidence. It's normal. I have it, you know, with other things that I've quote unquote, like my per perception is that I failed or that I've not done well. It just puts a dent in your confidence. But, you know, when you have a, um, when you're in a supportive group, it can really help you to booster yourself up and get going again right? Get going again, because how do you become successful is that you fail and you get up faster, right? The, the, you know, how do you, how do you become successful? You fail faster so you can become faster at being successful. So you have to, you have to let it go. Try again, right? You won't ever know what's possible for yourself if you don't try again. So I hope that my words encourage you to try again. 
and that um, my words help you know it's possible to get help so that you don't have to do it alone and that you don't have to do it blindly. One of the things I do in my program, if you fail the CHT exam, is we do a score audit and we analyze using the data, we analyze what's worked and what's not so that you can put your focus in the right place, right? If your focus is not in the right place, how do you improve? Like when you look at your patients and you you take objective measurements and you can say, oh, you're improving. I'm going to do more of this to help you get better. Or you say, oh, this is not doing, this didn't work for you. So let's try something else. You're doing that very, very objectively through data, essentially, right? Through an assessment. And that's what a score audit is. It's a, it's a assessment that I've created and used to say, okay, where do you put your focus? Because if you've taken the exam before and you don't know where to focus or you don't know what you did or didn't do, you're just going to start, you know, chucking shit out of the wall and hoping something sticks. And that's a lot of time and effort that, that you are essentially wasting if your your focus is not in the right area. So I really encourage if you have failed in the past and it's made a dent in your confidence and your level of confidence, it's not that you don't have it, you have confidence, you're very capable, but you just may need a little help. And this is a sign that it's okay for you to get help. There's, you know, programs like the hand exam prep program that can help you do a score audit will put your focus, you know, help you to know where to put your focus so that when you sit for the exam, you know that you are putting your best foot forward and you are, you know, getting the best possible way of, you know, what you need to do in order to pass, right? There, I always talk about there's your knowledge base and then there's your mindset base. And if you're not covering those two areas, one can can tip the other, right? One can tip the other and you just need a little bit of both to not just get going, but to get started. Uh, I mean, not just to get started, but to keep going and then to finish. So, so yeah, just have to, you know, think about that and consider because to not try is a different kind of hard than to try again. That's what I think. So let me know if you agree. You can leave comments. You can message me. But if you failed in the past, you know, I think that is a sign that, you know, it's okay for you to get help for preparing for the exam. Okay. And so number one was, what did I say? Number one was you have the books, but you've been putting off studying. And if you've tried for three months and you're still not making a dent, it's a great sign that you're ready to get help. Two, if you failed in the past and it's made a dent in your confidence, then it's also a sign that you're ready to get help for the CHT exam. And the third one is just to get the help so you can go at warp speed. So I have a few people who in the last program, they're just no nonsense people who just value their time. They're just like, Huang, I don't want to waste time. I value my time so much more and I just want to get it done and over with while I can right? They don't want to be the person saying, I'm going to try to study on my own and look back and have wasted six, you know, three, six, nine months of their lives. I had somebody, she's currently in the program right now, came in 
six months killing it ready for the exam and she tried studying on her own for a very short period of time so you got the books but every time i try to read i keep putting it off and putting it off and she's like no i need to do it right now if i don't do it right now then you know it's just going to become this thing where i just keep putting it off so if you're just like a no-nonsense kind of person you're like just let me go at warp speed because uh, I just want to do it now. I want to do it fast. And sometimes these are, you know, these are like my younger people who don't have kids, right? And so they're just like, I have the time right now. I'm about to have major life events. Actually, one of the one of my members from last year, she was like, I'm no nonsense kind of woman. She had a toddler and she was pregnant. And she was like, if I have to do this. <laughs> after the second baby like someone you know shoot me because i i don't want to do it i need to do this sucker right now before the, while this baby is still in my stomach so she came in six months banked it out uh she you know she didn't feel the need to read everything she was just i watch i came on i watched those videos i made my notes i watched those videos again over and over did some practice questions and you know showed up on the lives or caught the replays and questions in and so they're just able to go at warp speed because they're just like so not nonsense like just be here so i can either ask my questions or listen to someone else's questions and you know both of them at some point they signed up they came in did what they were supposed to do and one passed and one is taking the exam in a few weeks. So that's pretty much it. They come in, they prepare themselves, they, they get through 90% of all the topics that, that they need to sit. And she just felt really great. And it made me really happy to know that the program didn't just prepare her, but like I said, from a knowledge base, but also from a mindset base, how flexible she became with her thinking. And I think like from a creator, a creator of the program, someone who's in there with everybody, like she feels prepared, she feels confident, like she trusts herself to know, like, I did the best I could with the studying. This is my plan. And I'm okay. Like I feel good. And like as somebody who's, you know, like, again, like as a creator, like I could not be more satisfied and more like happy with her results because she was just that, like, just give me the, well, like, let me in, <laughs> let me in, let me do this now. I want to, you know, and she had a marker she had, and then we just followed up along the way and like, where are you at? Are we good for, for May? Because we could have gone if she didn't have the time could have gone to November, but she was like, no, I'm like, she's like, I've just been killing it. And yeah, that's the success. So preparing the success, the success, <laughs> the success is in preparing for the exam, right? The taking the exam is essentially my analogy is taking the exam is like your cake and passing score is like eating your cake, right? So we want to have our cake and we want to eat it too. I want to have our cake and want to eat it too. But the program is going to let you have your cake, right? And then you're going to be prepared. You're going to go in there trusting yourself. So you're, we're all on this journey, me included, we're all on this journey as occupational therapists to become expert uh, therapists so we can help more and more people, right? And 
my physical therapist friends as well. I actually was on a call, I think the other day with a physical therapist who is looking at this program and I currently have a physical therapist in the program. And so, you know, we, we cater to anyone who wants to, whether you're a physical therapist or an occupational therapist, your needs are the same, which is to prepare um, for this exam, right? So no matter where you are in your journey, I just want you to know that it's possible for you if you're willing to do the work that most people aren't willing to do. There is a reason why there are not that many certified hand therapists because the exam weeds them out. The exam weeds them out. There is a part of the exam. Everything about the exam is being able to critically think and problem solve, right? It is not about memorization. So if you're just someone who's really good at memorizing, by all means, you know, kudos for you. I created this program because I was never somebody who was very good at memorizing. And I understand via concepts. And I understand via concepts so that I'm able to critically think through problem solve and um, make decisions. And one of the things that happened, <laughs> it was so funny. One of the things that happened today, right? And here's here's where here's what I'm talking about. So I have a long time client patient that comes and he came to me woof, years ago when i was still working at the hospital and several years ago he found me and came back to me for a old wrist injury and looking at his hands and not having any of the notes i was able to determine okay based on his story and based on what i could feel know about his injury uh we've been able to work to make improvements even though his wrist injury is like 10 years old because what happens is people develop other problems, right? On that same side, when the when you don't fully get 100% of your wrist, you will develop other problems. So we have to be able to catch them and we have to be able to treat them. So now he just comes in as follow-up to say like, oh, like, let you know, to make sure that he continues to stay on track and is really doing well. He's very active and he just, he values his health. He wants to stay active and whatever. So he comes in and he's like, I just, my other hand is hurting. And I was like, oh my God, what, what happened? So he's like, oh, when I touch here and, and then his other finger was hurting the two weeks ago. So he was like, what the hell is going on with my hands? And so he thought he was having some systemic type of thing. And he was like, well, tell me like, you know, do I, do I need to go to the doctor? Like, which doctor should I go to? Do I have arthritis? Oh, so hold on. Like, calm down. Like, let's take a look and hear your story about what happened. So it is, let me see, literally, he had pain. Like, can you see it? Right here. So between the creases, like just proximal of the PIP crease. And it's just like an odd space to have problems. And, and so sometimes people can develop little cysts there. And so I was feeling for it. And I was just like, I don't feel anything. And I was like, I looked at this, you know, I looked at your joints, I looked at your tendons, I did some testing, you have none of that. And then I just brushed I said, you know, I don't feel anything. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for trigger finger. I'm looking for a strain of some sort or whatever. But he kept describing the pain as being very sharp. And so I ran my finger through and he was telling me he did some yard work. So it's like, oh, yard work. What were you doing? What kind of yard work? And he told me the water hose was pushing him here. So I said, oh, 
I don't know. That doesn't sound like like something sharp. I said, well, you know, were you working with plants? Because some plants have thorns and thorns can prick you, but he didn't have, you know how you get a splinter or a thorn stuck in you? You see the brown spot, right? But there was nothing there, like nothing, you guys. But when we stretch him, we would see the skin indentation was blanched, you know, like it was white right there. And I said, you know, some plants have like this clear fiberglass. Like if you're working with some plants, you know, I don't know all the plant names, but I know sugarcane has like on the underside of their leaves, if you're touching it, it has like these little uh, fiberglass like fibers. And if they get into your skin, it can um, be painful and feel like you have a splinter, but you can't see it. And he was like, oh my God, I know exactly what happened. So of course my phone's, he had dropped his phone and his phone had chipped and it had at the base of it, like these little splinters and the way he held it, he got a little glass splinter in his skin. And he was so relieved when we talked it through and we went through all the areas of what it could be that it was decided like you have a splinter dude like you're fine you don't need to go to the doctor <laughs> you're not dying you're not going to need surgery nobody needs to inject you it's literally a splinter so the cause you know was discovered a decision was made <laughs> you don't need more therapy for a splinter you're not dying you don't need a referral to like to go to a doctor or anything what you do need to do is go get a new phone right so all we had to do is put a little piece of tape over it until he could get to the apple store to get himself a new phone right so but this is what i'm saying your patients are coming to you as experts to help them decide like what is going on you know and when you study for this exam you can and using the tools that i've created you can really work through and talk to them about like all these little things that can help them get such a great understanding of like what's happening what's wrong so i personally see you know i've had tremendous uh, i have i have a tremendous career and even before i started um when I was working in the hospital and became a certified hand therapist, it's really helped me solidify my place in in the world of you know uh, rehab and hand therapy. And the town that I work in forged tons of relationships with people, and I've been able to pick and choose the you know the job, the settings I wanted to go. Even though I had a great position somewhere, I decided to move out and go into private practice, and then eventually went out on my own. So you know, imagine all the things that you could have if you did the hard work today. So essentially, those are the three signs that you're ready to get help for preparing for the CHT. If you have tried studying on your own for the last three months, and it's just not getting where it's longer. It's okay. Don't worry. It's no judgment. Just, you know, be okay getting some help. I invite you to book a discovery call with me or grab the details of the program. If you're on Instagram, you can um, click the link in the bio. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, I'll include the links below, but you can grab the details of a hand exam prep program or book a discovery call with me to see if this program is right for you. 
if you have failed in the past, this is a great program as well for you. Don't let fear stop you from trying again because you might be the next certified hand therapist if you just gave yourself a chance. Or if you're just a go-getter and you just want to like warp speed your progress, then this is a great program for you too. I hope that that really helps you and gives you the confidence to know that it's okay. You don't have to do this type of thing alone. You don't have to prepare alone. You can get mentorship. You can get coaching in a program that's going to save you time and take the overwhelm out for you so that you can prepare in, in the best way possible and, and make it fun and doable. You know, why, why suffer? There's absolutely no need. You don't need to martyr yourself. You're not going to get a awards for like suffering more than someone else. There's no award for martyring yourself and suffering like I suffered the most when studying for this exam. <laughs> right? There's no award that that goes to. Only award that you get is to become, you know, a certified hand therapist and get some letters behind your name. And the next reward really honestly is getting such great results for your patients that they just want to come and come to you time and time again and ask for you by name. Even with someone who has a weird name, like Huang, uh, people still know how to ask for me. In Miami, they ask for Juanita, but you know, I started that and I'll take it all day. But again, my name is Huang with Hand Therapy Secrets. And if you are thinking about taking the CHC, want to take the CHC, then I am your girl to be able to help you prepare for the exam in November. So grab the details, ask me questions. Uh, I'm happy to help give you a straight answer about what is possible for you. All right, that's it. I am off and I will see you next time. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Become the critical thinker, problem solver, and decision maker so that you can help any patient that comes your way and skyrocket your career in hand therapy. <laughs>